You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. Hey guys, this is a different episode. This is uh, the After Laugh, the After Party, where we have a bunch of comics come over and talk. Now, I had everyone on a mic, but I'm an idiot, and I don't know anything about technology, and none of the mics worked. So this is all recorded through my laptop. This is going to be a little bit different. You're going to hear like probably crickets and traffic sounds and helicopters and sirens. It's going to be a lot more ambient, as it were, but uh, but people are still pretty uh, pretty in it, and it's pretty authentic. You're going to hear some awesome stories about bombing, the state of the business, and we got it. We got Eric Schwartz, Joe DeRosa, Ruben Paul, Tony Rock, Rodney P, Dominique, and I think, and I'm in there in and out. You know, I I think they kind of took over the podcast for me for better for worse probably for better and it's pretty amazing these are some of my favorite people some of my favorite comics telling some of the craziest stories you're over here all right enjoy the after party it's the after laugh after laugh welcome to the after laugh after laugh after laugh <laughs> after laugh man <laughs> go ahead pull up a chair all right tell the story Uh-oh. about the time you went to the party with me and your girl with, with your girl Okay. Was that, I was there that night, right? Yeah. So, do you tell a story or not? Look, I'm just going to tell the story. Tell the story. Tell the I'm a Capricorn, so my story's not going to be great. I'm a Virgo. Hey, Bill. Huh? When is your birthday? January 11th. January the 4th. Oh, yeah. All right. Now we're people. So, I was in that little foyer at the Laugh Factory just hanging out, doing whatever I do. And you were you had an entourage. You were rolling well, you gotta out. You got to say Tony Rock was there. Tony Rock. You talking to me. It was your birthday. Continue. <laughs> you're you're rolling with your entourage. It wasn't which, Tony's birthday. It was Johnny Sanchez's birthday. No, no, it was Tony's birthday. No, no it was Johnny. Listen, he, he got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't your birthday, nigga. And you were like, yeah, and we brought Bill. No. Oh, this is another story. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm sorry, and you, you have your entourage calling, and I'm just kind of. And I'm just kind of there. And you're looking around like, hey, who's coming who's to my party? And you just see me, just coincidentally. You weren't looking for me. You just like, hey, Bill Dodge, you want to roll? And I was like, I never get asked to roll. So, you know, rolling isn't in my life a lot. So I was like, yeah, I'll, man, I'll roll. I'm going. I'm rolling to the, cl- to the club. And so uh, <laughs> we went to, uh, what was the club? Was it White Lotus? Yes. White Lotus. And it was. I was uh, there. I think oh, okay. you were there. Oh, all right, go ahead. I'm sorry. You're a part of Entourage. And, <laughs> and and I was definitely the pink elephant in the room because uh, I was. Don't pink. do material, Bill. Just uh, no, but I'm saying so. So I felt I felt very like I felt very like. I guess I just felt like ex- exceptionally white that that uh, that night, and I was just like, oh man, I got I got like look cool for Tony and his crew. So I just didn't do anything. I just sat there and drank and nod and like I'll be, I'll be, hopefully they accept me by the end of this. <laughs> and after, by the end of this. <laughs> and after a couple on the way out, this was funny, on the way out, Tony was, hey man, Bill, thanks for thanks for my birthday party, man. It means a lot. Yo, if anyone fucks you, you let me know. You call me, I'll take care of it. And I was like, and my first thought was like, that's like no one has ever said that in my because a white person, a white guy's ever like, yo man, if you want to go to brunch tomorrow. So I was like, uh, I was like, oh that's cool. And I walked like ten feet, and another guy who I don't know came and was like, yo man, thanks for coming. If anyone fucks you, you let me know. And then I was like, 
is something going to happen to me? <laughs> what the fuck is going on, man? We always make sure we're okay, bro. That's what we do. I know. It was cool, man. I felt very... Privilege. It's privilege he's never been night. fucked with. And that was the last time Tony invited me to his birthday party. But that's all going to change now because we just did the best podcast ever. So. <laughs> we're going to all party one night after this. So, Bill, what's the name of your podcast? Uh, so, the podcast is called The After Laugh. And this is basically like in my mind when I thought about the the podcast I want to do this is it right here a, a bunch of awesome comics just hanging out most of them are stoned and or and are okay, so since you are the head of the podcast what's your next question what would you like to ask you can you can oh ask all any of these comics right here anything you want and we will answer honestly and give you insight Damn. into the world of comedy what would you like to know and by the way Bill was this your That's fucking I'll pass it right back to you this was your fucking idea for a podcast that a yeah. bunch of comics come carry it for you <laughs> <laughs> absolutely I'm like an Instagram podcast you stink <laughs> I'm like an Instagram podcast yeah. <laughs> that was awesome yeah is there is there a question that you want to be asked, Tony? Is there something no, you want I, to ask? I, I answer any question you've ever asked in my life. I will. I, I will tell. I said a story I've never told you uh, before, Tony. The first time I did Chocolate Sunday, Chun Sundays, uh, you were hosting, and uh, TK Kirkland, big, big. Oh, I remember that. I remember big that guy. No, we. You, it happened that Sunday, and then the next Sunday you told me about it. Oh, I did tell you about now it. When you, now we so all about TK, to fight. I, I brought TK Kirkland on stage. I was there, and he walks on stage and he goes. And he disrespected uh, he you. He said, "Give it up for Chris." TK Kirkland was I, an asshole. I let it slide because I know he's I know he's an asshole. He has a tendency to be an asshole time. And then he started going into a set, and then he was like, "Yeah, so like Chris said earlier, and called me Chris again." And I was, you know, I used to bring comics up at mm-hmm. the factory and then go upstairs and watch. Yeah, because yeah. I always, I'm like a weird, I'm a cancer man. I like to be around my family <laughs> at all times. So I would, when I hosted right. Chocolate Sunday, I would bring a comic up and then go upstairs and sit with my family. Tony, you and a cancer? come back downstairs when it was time for them to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. So I never sat in the room. I sat with my family. Right, right. So, so I literally keep calling him Chris. Yeah, so I bring yeah, him up. Okay. He goes, give it up to Chris. And I, I'm sitting with my family, and they're like, let it go. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. No and like 10 minutes later, he goes, yeah, so Chris was saying something earlier. I want to address And I'm like, look at my family, and they're like, don't worry about it. He, he's a mm-hmm. sucker. Let him go. Let him go. And he goes, I'm going to get out of here, y'all. Bring it. Let Chris come back up here. And I'm like, okay, that's three. Fuck it. Yeah. Now I got to yeah. three strikes. So no. I start walking downstairs and Sidekick, Sidekick sees me first. And he's like, yo, let it go, man. Let it go. And I'm like, Sidekick, you already know how I get down. Once my mind made up, it's a wrap. Yeah. I'm and a cancer. Goes, There's no talking me out of it. You know, I'm a cancer. So Are I you a cancer? I go on stage. He, he walks up and I walk on stage and I'm like, yo, listen, anybody in here that don't know my fucking name, number one, is bugging the fuck out. And I've made contributions to this. I've done too much in this game. I've hosted shows. I've produced shows. I've I've been on sitcoms. I've been on sitcoms. So if you don't know my name, if you don't know what what to call me, call me Mr. Rock, motherfucker. You don't know my name. If you got something to say about it. I said, yo, this is my motherfucking house. I host this shit weekly. And I walked on stage. No, right. wait, wait. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. You said more you than that. Up, you said more than that. What I say? You, you, said you, you knocked the mic stand over and you said, and you told TK to meet you outside. No, 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 I know, no, no. I knocked the mic stand and then I walked up and then he walked up and said, meet me outside, motherfucker. Oh, and I said, shit. on my way. And I, and one of us yeah, was outside right. for 30 yeah, yeah, yeah. minutes and the other person never came out of here. Yeah. One of us was outside for 30 minutes and the other person never came out And that was my first show at Chocolate Sunday. later, Bill Dawes comes to Chocolate Sunday and Bill Dawes goes, holy shit, man. Bill Dawes can I, can I talk to you for a second? And I'm like, what up, Bill Dawes? He's like, dude, that was the most gangster shit I ever saw in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and let me, side note, me and TK talked that night, everything good. 
No disrespect. It was. I'm just telling y'all the story accurately. <laughs> yeah. TK, no, he shouldn't have said that so bullshit. So yeah. yeah, it's the principal involved. TK, know my sister. That is the funniest. I can't tell this story. Don't do so it. So what else? What else we talk? Well, you guys ever hear the Mike Britt Tony Danza story? Tony Danza. Tony Danza. Oh my God, please, this is a great please. story. Mike Britt, Britt from New York. Yeah. So Mike Britt was at Caroline's, and apparently Tony Danza was in the front row. And uh, <laughs> it was after the show was off. Knows and, the story. That's why he's leaving. <laughs> it was after the show was off and everything. And uh, I guess Mike Britt said to Tony, he goes, he goes, God damn, Melissa Milano. Oh shit, she's fine. He's like Tony. Do you ever think you want to fuck your own daughter? Right? <laughs> oh, and, and Tony Danza goes, you know, he doesn't respond. Whatever. So whatever. Mike does a set, and uh, he's in the bar after. And Tony Danza comes up and he goes, "Hey man, I don't appreciate what you said to me in there." You know, da da da. And he goes, this, "Come on, it's not your daughter. Dude. I'm just a joke." He goes, "I don't appreciate." It. He goes, "Dude, it's a fucking joke, man." Tony Danza goes, no, dude, you don't say that shit. Mike Brick goes, yeah, I do. In here, I'm the boss, motherfucker. <laughs> Who's the boss? In here, I'm the boss. In here, I'm the boss. And then Tony Danza goes, hey, fuck you. Mike, Mike Brick goes, oh, fuck you. Or Tony Danza goes, fuck you. And he goes, Mike Brick goes, hey, fuck you, Tony Danza. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a great, that's a great, put a real period on it. Um, He said the full name, fuck you, Tony. Not to be confused with Tony, Tony Jones. No, fuck you, Tony Danza. Nobody else, nobody, nobody, holy shit! Oh shit. Comics <laughs> yeah. are crazy people. <laughs> so Joe, how long? So so Joe, how long have you been out here? Five fucking years. <laughs> and I thought Joe just moved out here. You've <laughs> <laughs> been really tearing up the comedy circuit. Oh in my life. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I've been out five. Talk, can you believe Joe's been out here for five years? Me and Joe did a party together. I know, but dude. Oh, they booted me so fast. I played the office perv. What he, told, he told me. They were like, they're like, Joe, we don't like your character. Beat it. <laughs> you want to get paid? His character ruffles some feathers, so he took his character out, and then the show got picked up. But then we only got, what, 12, 13 episodes? And then we got canceled anyway. So only, I think that was fired after yeah, that. Only, that was a lot. No, listen. We didn't get the back nine. We didn't get a whole season. It was like, I saw, I saw yeah. half of the cast that took 13 episodes is good money. Good money. Good, <laughs> good checks. But, money. Yeah. It's not as bad if it went for five seasons. Listen, it's good money, but when you know it's about to end, uh, yeah. it's like, let me be smart with this fucking good money. Good you know what I'm saying? Good I saw, so when Pat, Pat Walsh, who was the creator of the show. Who is your, like one of your best one friends? One of my best friends. Yeah. So when he got married, it was at the wedding, obviously, and some of the cast was there. Jay was there. Yeah. Some people with the cast. Mm-hmm. It was right after it got canceled. I was like, hey guys, sorry to hear the news. I can cancel it. Like, yeah, it's fine. It sucks. I was like, I ain't know how I felt. After first <laughs> right. <laughs> Welcome to my world. My oh boy. my God, they booted me so fast. They wanted nothing to do with me. <laughs> so, so Joe, I'm so I'm curious. So, you've been out here five years. Um, all respect. You're a good comic. It's a great comic. 
Yeah. Great comic. Joe DeRosa is a fucking here. beast. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing tonight? What was that on stage? <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's a great you. comic. But Thank when you. I see a comic that that's as great as you are, who's Thank been you. living here for five years, mm-hmm. and no, you haven't been here the whole time. You've been back and forth. No, I've, no. I've been I've been I've been mostly here for five. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And but you know what I mean? It's not like our paths cross all the time. You, you do the you store know? a lot, or you improv, or you don't? I was from the improv, and I was doing a lot of the. Do, do a lot of the independent rooms and all that shit. So the know? short answer is no. And blah blah blah. No, the store, the store. I don't remember oh the question. Did somebody said question. Y'all didn't ask them nothing. It was a whole. It was the. Yeah, well, you ain't never get to what you was trying to. No, the yeah, question. Yeah. Asking, what the yeah, fuck yeah, is the no, question? I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying five years out here. You saying I need an Instagram person to take me on the road there? And all the Burger Kings put it. We had to do all the Instagram person. You could have hooked Joe up with the Instagram person. Where's my Instagram person? I need to make some money. No, the point is, yes. um, the point I think I was trying to make is, mm-hmm. the, uh, damn, I forgot what That's I was about to say. Five years. That's why I don't do drugs. Five years. No, no, I just think it's weird. No, I just think it, it shows how fucked up the comedy scene is where he's not working regularly at all the clubs. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, it's, it, look, there's, there's, there's not, this is a, this is a city New York is different. New York is, you can pick up spots right. here and there, right. yeah, scattered yeah. amongst a bunch of clubs. Right. Out here, it's like you can do people have their night, home clubs. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, I worked the improv, but it was in my home. So it was like I, you know, I do a couple sets a month there. Yeah. The store was on some. You got to hang out. And what do you consider your home it. club here? I feel like I have one right now, to right, be honest. Right. So that's why. I was, so it's like, but that's the, why I was telling you I was talking to Jamie. But yeah, it's Ruben. He's a home club. Ruben, like, yeah, you I, I, play the factory a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love you guys, man. Like, you, you're, you're. I can't, I can't even put it into words. Thank you. You should no, play the factory. But a lot. that's that's the thing. It's like it's like you guys are at the factory yeah. mostly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There are certain dudes that are at the improv mostly. There's certain people that are at the comedy store mostly. Is there a difference stylistically between the clubs in LA? You know what? I didn't <coughs> think there was. I, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think there was, but since the uh, factory's going through this bullshit right now, I've been playing the store a lot more. And when I'm in the store, I realize like, holy shit, there is a difference. Mm-hmm. Like the energy is just different. It's like- It's a different vibe. The factory yeah. seems more like the TV prep. A, 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 uh, a show. A traditional Hollywood audience. Like, they're coming out, they probably go into a club afterwards. It's like, this is just a stop on the way to many things. Mm. I go to the store and it feels like, yo, we came to see stand up comedy. The rooms are dark. It's not about the audience. It's You can't even damn near see the audience. It's right. like, you know, in the main, was the main, the or? Or. You've been you, in you Long was, Beach? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like, I like, like that? I like Long Beach shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. Long Beach is great. Long Beach is like, 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 like that, that, that awe. It's like you can really work in that room because right. you can't see shit. So you just up there like, let me just figure this out up here. Let me now, just now, try to work this material. The comedy has still has always felt evil to me. 
Yeah. They say it's, they say it's built on the dead there's club. A, it's a great club, they but there's a darkness. It's built on the dead yeah. club. It's <laughs> It's, it's yeah. always it's felt like... It's a little dark And I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know. If, I don't know. If, it has some darkness to it. it. Got some I don't know if it's some bullshit or I'm connected to some supernatural shit. No, but it do got a little darkness. Even walking through the halls, it's like... Halloween. It's supposed to be haunted. Yeah. So I mean, but but I've had some good sets in there, but I had also a worst set of my life in there too. You know, I bombed horribly in that motherfucker. So okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm Bill Dawes. I'm gonna take over your podcast right now for a second. All right, that's the story. Every every comic is going around. We're gonna round the table. Everybody tell their worst bombing story ever. I'll start. Rocky Perry. Worst bombing. Worst bombing story ever. So so what you learned from it? It was it was definitely a learning that experience. So it was I hadn't moved to L.A. It was 1998. I was contemplating getting out of the Navy. I was in the United States Navy, contemplating getting out. And a friend of mine had talked me into the show, which was Guy Tori's Fat Tuesday at that time. And uh, it was the premier urban comedy room, in the period. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. And um, so I don't have to give y'all context on the hierarchy of the show. So. Um, no, give us the story. They put me up. <laughs> the headliner was like, as my five comments going up, I think Mark Curry's headliner, I was right before him. Uh, I go up. I'm afraid, first of all, and and that day, my my aunt who lived here already, and I was laying on her, her her couch, prepping for that day. Her her boyfriend was dating a, a guy that owned a limo company, so he Lewis. said, "No, it wasn't Norman Lewis, but he he he, he, he he's he's the sublet, he's the sublet stuff to Norman Lewis, that dude." But anyway, <laughs> hilarious. She she was dating that guy, so they found out I'm playing chocolate. I mean, not chocolate something, but the lab, uh, Fat, uh, Fat Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. They're like, "Yo, we come, we going." Oh. So it, now I'm in a limo with <laughs> eight this people. Bad. This is all bad already. It's a shame it's to be bad. a bad night. Eight people. Right? <laughs> so it's eight oh, people. Oh my god. I've never young comics never take a, a limo to the open mic. Never take a limo. Never take a limo to your first spot. Oh, that would so, be the worst oh limo ride god. home ever. Oh my god, well, we ain't got there yet. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, so we, my honor, I'm, I'm like, yo, man, we need to get there because I'm like, I don't want to be late, and I'm still, I'm still in the navy. I'm in the navy, so I'm not late for nothing. So I'm like, we need to go. They said I need to be there at eight, but really they ain't starting nothing till nine forty-five. <laughs> so, so I, I'm there. I'm all early, and it's, it's I'm waiting in the show, and I'm like, I'm stressing, and um, so I'm, I'm backstage. Guy Tory bring me out. He gives me maybe top five worst intros all time. Oh he gave God. he what gave me the right? five heartbeat intro, ladies and gentlemen. This guy said he better than Eddie Murphy. And <laughs> Chris Rock all rolled in the way. We shall see. <laughs> he gave, he gave me that intro. <laughs> so we shall see. I know. I know. The worst thing for a comic is fear. I am. It's the worst. Visibly oh. afraid. Yeah. I just think you feel that way, right? I, I just know I was. I, I mean, this is me just recounting that moment. I was. I was afraid. I'm afraid. And so I'm on, petrified. I'm on stage, 
60 seconds start getting booed by the one white guy in the audience. I don't know why I turned to you and said that. One white guy stands up. I, I can still see him. <laughs> he stood up and said bull and so you immediately try to retaliate him shut him down but now the bull is like wildfire so the bull is, is, is popping up all over the room the bull is the bull is expanding and blowing up before long it's, it's almost it's a full bull it's expanding i'm trying to talk about people <laughs> That's not working. Eventually, Guy Tori just come back through the sheer curtain. He's like, "Look, dog, <laughs> it's not your nightmare. <laughs> I can't let you talk about my people like that. <laughs> it's not your night." <laughs> so now, now I'm back behind the curtain. I ain't left. I'm behind the curtain, <laughs> distraught. <laughs> You got your people in the audience. My wife, <laughs> the rest of the limo patients—they all there. My wife is fighting. My wife, my wife—I see my wife. Cause I'm looking through the shit curtain. My wife is going. She's arguing with security. She's trying to get back. You okay? You okay? And meanwhile, meanwhile, are you okay? Guy Tori is on the stage killing me. We just talked about that. Uh-huh. The, uh, the host got to get you. Yeah. So he's like, "Yo, I hope that dude." I still remember the joke he did. I hope that dude didn't fly out here. Cause he can't get back on a plane with them bombs. (laughs) (laughs) That's just one of the jokes. He he called me Ben Vereen and my outfit was fucking. It was a lot of shit. He went. He was. He was going. Jesus Christ. Now it was a lot of shit. The worst moment of my career, right then. Then everything turned. A lady, maybe about what she is, about about a about a roll back. She go. Well, he didn't even get a chance. They brought Some, you back out. Somebody else said, hey, he was only up there about 90 seconds. They brought you back out. They brought me back out. Guy Torres said, hey, man, is he still back there? He opened the curtain, and I'm standing there. <laughs> <laughs> Pushed my wife out. Move. <laughs> he came, brought me out, and we had a little chat on stage. All right, man, you had a tough one, man. You want to try it again? Yeah, man. Yeah. That's, that ain't what I came here for. That ain't what I came here for. So now I got to edit. Now I got to edit, because... Where I was, that was some bullshit. That was not working. But I got a closer. So do your closer. Do your closer. Right? Do your closer. Do your closer. I don't even remember what the closer was, but I, I knew I had to do it. I did my closer. And on a scale of 1 to 10, I might have got like a 6.5 laugh. Uh-huh. And I remember just taking a deep breath and going, you know what? I think that's all I'm going to get out of y'all tonight. Yeah. Right I can there. live with that one. Good yeah. night. Okay. And so I ran the gamut of emotion from failure to not winning, but not failure, right. and that and that and that, and I knew one. I needed to get out of the Navy, and I needed to move to LA as soon as possible. And that was that was that was the moment I made the choice to to move and to come down here and immerse myself in in comedy that way. And that was 1998. You know, that was like that was like December, and I moved here in March, March of. 99 whatever that was that year and uh but yeah that bomb that bomb was a bomb yeah that was a, and, and to this day i have people come to me that was there oh wow remember the poet dude that used to be a bouncer at the at the uh comedy store he was a poet he he, he, he i was here that night 
<laughs> he talked with a little bit of a lift. I know who yeah. you're talking about. That <laughs> <laughs> dude. And so, and, but it was people that was there. Was like, yo, man, I saw it. I saw it. You know, and people joke about. I'm like, you know what? But that that was a that was a, a a defining moment in my career of of whether to keep going or to, or or mm. not to keep going. And you do a couple of things when shit is bad. You either fold or you them get better. I want you to stop that right there. Yeah. He says, fold or get better. Stop it right there, right? Now listen, 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 listen. Yeah. This is what you're going to do for your podcast. Yeah. All the time. It ain't no, you can't. What no shortcut? You can't dip and dab and stand up. You nah. can't, I'm going to try it. I'm not, I'm going to be serious. I'm not going to be serious. I'm going to stick my foot in and I'm going to jump out. You got to be in this shit. You got to do all this shit, times, man. all the time. Exactly. You got to do and that. Really and shit. you knew it from that, from that, yeah. time, that night. You knew it. You got to immerse yourself. Now, now, me and Tony Rock, I think, I, I don't know. I don't think we ever not liked each other. No, I always liked you. If you didn't like me, I didn't know. No, I, 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 I don't not like anybody. Right. But I thought you didn't like me. No, I always liked you. I thought you didn't like me. I, and I, then we I, did that movie together. I never. First of all, I never knew that. Second of all, we did that movie together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the they was trying to get me. We're not recording to, right now. They were yeah, trying I, to get I, me I in the frame of mind. Y'all, y'all don't know this. Uh, so me and Rodney Perry did a movie together. We did, I remember you together, yeah. right? What was the movie? It was called uh, The Last Stand. It was, and they yeah, changed it they to, changed it to Come, to, on, man, which was, Come on Man, which was retarded. Yeah. But I played a comic who was at the height of his career mm-hmm. and then lost it all because he was on drugs. And then the movie takes place with him getting out of rehab, trying to get it all back. And a fantastic performance. Right? All across the board. But yeah. hold on. It was one scene where I relapsed and I was supposed to be really depressed and... and uh, uh, thinking about everything I lost and my best friend was upset with me and my wife was mad at me because I had relapsed and uh, the director was telling when I met with the director we, mm-hmm. I had to take classes with the director and right. he wanted to know uh, he did this thing with me called uh, it was like the behind the chair it was like I was sitting in the chair right I was sitting in the chair I don't know if you noticed he, did, know he, did, he did a similar thing with okay, me was, and my wife I was sitting in the chair character, yeah. and I would tell a story about my life a real, a real story. A very real story. And then he would go stand behind the chair and now be the person or the, the like, I, I would tell him, like. The person the, that the story was the, about. The person that, the, the, the loss that you took in your life that meant, that was, that hurt you the most. And I'm sitting in the chair and I'm like losing my brother, Charles. You know Shabazz. Mm-hmm. Shabazz passed away, destroyed me. I was done. And he and I stand behind the chair and be. Shabazz hearing you say all that. Be wow. him. So we did all these Exercise. exercises. So now I didn't you get know the, that Rodney, you get the mic on. Are we recording? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't want to I don't want to tell a story yet. Just yet. Yeah, yeah. So now we're recording. Now now we're filming, right? And I don't know Rodney Perry knows the story. So I'm supposed to find myself in this space of like, I let the world down. And I'm sitting there and I'm crying. Rodney Curry puts his hand on my chest. Now, you're not going to play that part. You're going to edit it and cut yeah, it, it was, It's it going to be you saying, you're just gonna have, this you're is just Joe gonna have so, a collection of Joe Rosa. Rosa. We, we actually kind of talked about that, but you probably have a better one than you gave me. I have so many. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many. Do you have a story where you didn't bomb? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But you did well story, Jeff. The... Uh, <laughs> Oh my God! I, I, Ninety-three. I met some money. I bombed on TV in Amsterdam. Oh, Raymond um, Islat. You and Pete. Well, huh? on the TV show of uh, what? Regilio. Hey. On uh, Raymond. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. I bombed so bad. 
No, you gotta go to the beginning. God you Almighty. Go, you gotta go to the start. Let, let me think of the best. All right, this this is probably the best bombing story. So, um, <laughs> oh, this one was fucking brutal. So, well, I'll, t- I'll tell two quick ones. So the first one was no, tell brutal, when I first started. No, 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 they're both brutal. Okay. When I first started doing comedy, uh, I was doing all right at the Laugh House in Philly, and then they were like, "Hey, man, the um, Apollo is coming to Philly. They're gonna do the Apollo in Philly at this theater." I was like, "Okay, cool." They were like, "You should go out for it." I was like, "All right, I will." So I went out for it. And I got in. Like, you're gonna be one of two comics that performs the Apollo in Philly. <clears throat> and the night before I did it, it was, it was, I remember we had a Halloween party at the place I was staying and I hooked up with this chick. And I was like, you got to come with me to the fucking Apollo tomorrow <laughs> night, man. I'm fucking doing the Apollo. You know, like all <laughs> fucking proud of myself and shit. And um, she's like, oh, I love the Apollo. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> she comes out, she meets me. This Fucking 12-year-old goes on and sings before him. <laughs> kills. Yeah, kills. I mean, kills isn't the word. It sounded like Oprah was giving fucking cards. What, what did she sing? What was the song? I don't remember. Sound, <laughs> it sounded like Oprah was giving cards away. <laughs> I, I don't remember, dude. But she. Fu- it was fucking like, it was I've Always loud Loved You by Whitney. You know what I mean? It was one of the... A big song. You get a car. You get a car. But she fucking... Fucking leveled the place. <laughs> All right. He said it was so loud. It sounded like Oprah was giving away Yo, cars. I can't. You gotta edit all this out. Yo, cut all this. Yo, out. Yo, no, let it. Take it. Stay. Yo, take it. Stay. No, it's crap. Right. So they go. Uh, they I'm go. Sorry. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Joe DeRosa, <laughs> walk on stage. I remember I had this joke. This is my big joke at the time. Three months in the fucking comedy. Was I go uh, rap? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rap radio stations, no matter what the commercial's for, they make it sound hip hoppy. That was my big joke. And I was like, this weekend, y'all don't want to miss it. Palm Sunday. That was, that was my big fucking <laughs> joke, right? So I go into it. Dude, the, the fucking wave of booze. I got up to this weekend. I got up to the word weekend. The wave of booze, dude. They were just like, get the fuck off the stage. Hey, so I start screaming at the audience. Fuck you! Yeah, fuck you. I go, you let the fucking 12-year-old sing. Give me a fucking chance. I start yelling at him. I go, you let the goddamn turn. Let me fucking have a chance. Like you get the fucking 12-year-old a chance. And they go, all right, quiet it down. I'm like, all right, do it. They go, uh, boo again. This weekend. I hit weekend again. They're like, boo. You <laughs> tried to finish it. Was, yeah. it. was it the fear? What did you think? Did, did they just not like the it word It was weekend? just, they were just like, they we like don't give weekend. a shit what you're saying right now. We yeah. don't want to hear it. And I got blue his age. And then I, I had to go out into the lobby and meet the girl that I brought that I was so proud she to was bring. Dinner? Yeah. Oh, good for She's like, hey. And I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, uh, I guess I'll take you home now. And I just drove her home. It and was fucking brutal, dude. You never saw her again? It was No, never saw her again. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, that's the worst bomb I ever had. Wait, that wasn't it? No, that okay. was up there. But the worst bomb I ever had, and I swear on my fucking life, this is true. <laughs> Stan New York when I lived in New York Stan New York called me one day the manager and he goes hey man these uh, this, this lady wants to hire you to do a bar mitzvah I was like what 
And he just goes, this lady was, I go, you seen my act? Are you crazy? <laughs> and he was like, no, they watched a bunch of comics. We said to them, the, you were her favorite. She wants you to do her kid's bar mitzvah. And yeah. I was like, all right, what's it pay? She's like, yeah, $200. I was like, I'll do All it. I need it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where do I sign? Uh, so I get out and do bar mitzvah. Did I walk into this fucking thing? It's a Saturday afternoon. Again, bring my new girlfriend with me to this fucking thing. The girls are the jigs. Yeah. It's the worst. It's such a bad idea. Girls and limos. So I bring, I, I go in to do this thing. Dude, it's a bunch of 13-year-old kids getting their first fucking hard-ons. Mm-hmm. With these with these girls, like you know what I mean, they're all dancing and shit to club music, and then they literally go, "All right, everybody, let's all stop the music. Shh. We're gonna have a comedian do <laughs> do this set now." And I'm like, "This is literally like worse than a strip club show. This is worse than when they stop the strippers and they say like we're gonna have a comic come on." So go, here he is Joe DeRosa. I go on stage. I'm looking at this fucking sea of 13 year old kids. I'm like, I can't do this material. This is outrageous. So I go, I got to start doing crowd work. What crowd work are you doing? I'm like, kid. Yeah, I'm talking to kids. Well, like, where you guys from? Hey, yeah. you hey buddy. Where, where, yeah. where do you work, buddy? How you doing? Yeah. You married? How are you married people here? Round of applause. Dude. I am eating my ass, dude. It is silent. It is fucking funeral silent in this fucking thing, dude. And these kids are just staring at me. I swear on my life this is true. The kid whose bar mitzvah was, he comes up to the front and he goes like this. He goes, and he waves me down. (laughs) And I lean down. I go, what's up, buddy? And in my ear, he goes, stick to your material. He says that to me. That's hilarious. (laughs) He whispers that in my ear. I swear to God. Wow. I swear to God. And I go. Jesus fucking Christ, dude, right? And I stand up, and I can't, I still can't do it. I'm like, I can't, I can't fucking do this. And I just fucking eat my ass. I walk off the stage, dude. I am backstage. I got to go out and see my new girlfriend in the audience. (laughs) Dude, I'm literally walking back and forth backstage like, you fucking idiot. Who do you think you are doing comedy, you fucking moron? You know what I mean? When you, like, really are hitting yourself. Right. I swear my life. (laughs) <laughs> this fucking 12 year old kid wanders backstage and I see him and he goes hey man I go hey buddy what's up and he goes hey hey and I go yeah what's up man and he goes you were funny those kids are a bunch of fucking assholes that's not a bad bomb story yeah, yeah, that's the not, result was like he's your number one fan nobody talked to me I walked out and no, I saw my bad. girlfriend did they pay you? yeah they paid me that's not bad and I saw my Great girlfriend story. and she was laughing she goes I'm so happy I came to this with you You see that's not bad that's not a bad it felt it feels like you Go do it and tell me it wasn't bad. Man. man. Rube. Come on, Tony. Rube no, Tony, you're up, man. Is, is it me? Yeah, Tony, you. Okay. Yes, it's you. All right, wait, wait. Hold for edit. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. <laughs>